0: everybody not made for the playoffs and i don't know if y'all can see that um around the league but you look around the league everybody just not cut out for the playoffs and, you know gp is is showing that with his toughness and you know with with the mindset that he has you know you, you come out and you do what you do but you know you gotta give credit to guys who show up in the playoffs because it's it's just not a normal thing around this league you look around and Some guys that you think are guys are not guys in the playoffs. And that's just, um, that's just what it is.
1: You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
0: Welcome back. BetQL Daily on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G on a Friday morning. Yes, some guys are not just built for the playoffs. Some guys you think are guys. They get to the playoffs. They're not guys. What a great line by Draymond Green. And he's right, right. We see it every year. and. I mean, early on, Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, obviously, he's a tremendous <laughs> player, but he's the not. The first thing like,
1: that comes to mind, right? Yeah,
0: he's just not looking like a guy who's a guy in the playoffs. And you think he's a guy, but maybe he's not a guy. And Draymond's obviously talking about a positive thought, right? His guy Gary Payton the second playing mm-hmm. well, young guys on his team. But you can spin it the other way. I mean, you see good players and they shrink sometimes.
1: It, and every playoffs is different. So uh, one of the games tonight that we can point to is: is he a guy this year? He was last year, Trey Young. Trey Young's been terrible. Been terrible. He can't get a shot from the outside. And the turnover rate has been disgusting, especially compared to what he's done throughout the regular season. That's not his game. Uh, We we had some big, big news yesterday in the NBA, and we've got to make sure we address it because it occurred after our show. But we knew about Middleton. We expected him to miss the right. rest of the series. He's going to do that. The Bucs are saying, or, or the report is, at least two weeks. That makes sense. When, once you say sprained MCL, okay, he's out for the series. That's done deal. And that, and that line is pretty low. We talked about that. And now the series spread is down to one and a half after being tied 1-1 going to Chicago tonight. Booker was the big one. Two to three weeks, okay? And right at right after that news breaks, I just happened to be on one of the sportsbook apps because I was jumping on the score in Chicago talking about some of these NBA odds with the Bulls-Bucks series. And then I, I flipped on the title odds. And while I was checking, flipped. The Suns are no longer your favorite to win the NBA championship. It's Draymond's team. It's the Golden State Warriors. So most sportsbooks, they just, they just flip spots there. The Suns are now the second favorite Golden State the favorite overall, and now they're up 3-0 against Denver. They're gonna That's going to be a short series, and they're going to get some some rest.
0: Big picture, does this create some value on the Suns? Two to three weeks is not a long time. I mean, it is, it, but it also isn't, right? It's not 5-7. to seven. It's not the Western Conference Finals. It's not the NBA Finals. The next likely matchup for the Suns, and I do think they're going to get through without Booker here and beat the Pelicans, though they're going to take on the winner of Dallas against Utah. And they're obviously going to have home court. He may miss that entire series. Would, would If I just told you seven-game series, Utah, Dallas, no Booker, would you still pick the Suns? I would. Really against I, Dallas? Yeah. Utah's not making
1: it. Utah's dead. Utah's absolutely. I agree. Utah. Utah's dead. RIP in that 2-1. It is 2-1. But, yeah, they're dead. They are so toast.
0: I would still take U- uh, Phoenix in a long series. But I still would take them. So Luke I. is back.
1: Luke is back. No Booker. Luke is back. You're taking Phoenix at 6-7. Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. So, Paul, you're it sounds like you're making the case for Dallas. But What's are you the number that? on Dallas that, plus the game That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, well, let's find, let's find. So one of those teams, though, it, this has created value in the Western Conference, right? It's either Dallas, because Dallas now could go to the Western Conference Finals, or it's a better number, the best number we're going to see on Phoenix to win the title. They were, I mean, they were what? They were almost even money to win the West forty hours ago.
1: Right. Well, they that was. Are, silly so what's, yeah. What's their West number? So the so West their, number.
0: Their West number is plus
1: two
0: eighty. Plus two twenty five. I'm seeing oh, plus two eighty. Dallas is plus seven fifty. NBA Finals. Phoenix is now the third favorite at plus five fifty. I'm seeing. Okay.
1: First off. By the way, there was also movement in the series spread. Let's stick with this one first, okay. New Orleans. it's Phoenix minus one and a half games is plus money. I'm taking it. <laughs> just got to win in six or fewer. Yeah. They can do that. Anyways, but go ahead with the the Western Conference. I feel just we should. I, I can't believe New Orleans plus a game and a half is plus money. I I, underst- I mean, the favorite. I understand that they have home court now, but come on.
0: I mean, like, I understand how great of a player he is. And and in a different yeah. year, he's probably an MVP finalist. I mean, he was almost 25-5-5 on the best team in the league. But isn't this a team that just showed us they could win without a very important piece? They went two months without Chris Ball, and they didn't miss a beat. I know they're yes. different, but they're they're a great team.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not worried about it at all. Uh, do we think the Pels will take one?
0: Yeah, one more feels right.
1: I'm not is it ton- even sure of that.
0: All right, let's start there because we kind of bounced around with, with these games. Well let, let's start, let's ra- go there and then we'll work our way to back to Trey Young and, and the Bulls game tonight. So tonight we have game three in this one is in New Orleans now. Phoenix minus uh one and a half. They're one and a half point favorites against New Orleans tonight, two sixteen on the total. So is tonight the night for New Orleans if they get one back game three, or is tonight the bounce back? I just wonder how long it takes Phoenix to figure this out. I think they will. Can they figure it out and just can Monty Williams have this thing ready just one one night, or do they need to lose another game and then they figure out how to win without it?
1: So we think we're going to lo- they're going to lose back to back games to New Orleans. Probably
0: not. So that no. so then, then we have a good number tonight.
1: Well, I'll, I'll tell you something that really stood out to me is when I was looking at the per thirty six with with Booker off the court, Chris Paul's numbers are astronomical. Per thirty six. Booker off the court. Chris Paul this year, 31 points, 11 assists. Wow. Per 36. He's going to play more than 36, don't you think? So the usage for Paul and Aiton, way up, massive gap before you get to anybody else. So props wise, if you're looking for Suns overs, I'm just looking at Paul and Aiton tonight.
0: And no Scott Foster tonight, which might be the biggest thing we could bring up. Zero Scott nope. Foster tonight.
1: No Scott Foster. Uh over the last couple of years, without Booker, the Suns are eleven and eight straight up. This year without Booker, they're eight and six. And I was looking at those games, a few of those, they didn't even score a hundred points. So if you're thinking maybe you want to take the, the slight home dog, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. The Suns are a shorter favorite than the Bucks are at Chicago tonight.
0: Pretty remarkable. Let, let me throw this at you: with the without Booker. So this season, the Suns outscored their opponents by four point nine possession points per hundred possessions without Booker on the floor, plus four point nine per hundred possessions with Booker sitting or out or whatever. You know what? That mark would be fifth in the NBA. They're fifth in the NBA in, in point differential per hundred possessions without Devin Booker on the floor. Like this team's yeah. great. It's yeah. a great team. I, I think they're the right side tonight.
1: I think you're right. I agree with you. So I like Chris Paul over 20 and a half points. The assist number is 11 and a half. It is juice to the heavens. And that's about what he does on average with Booker off the court. Mm. Like no, no, thank you. But the points, where are the points going to come from? It's got to be Chris Paul. Yeah, now, if we if we want to look at some guys off the bench, it would not surprise me. I don't see any of those. Let me see. I don't see a ton of those posted yet. Yeah, I don't see them. I wonder if they will. But remember, last year, was it last playoffs or last couple when they would lose one of these big guys, we would see campaign Cam Johnson come through. Cam
0: Johnson, yep.
1: Yeah, like and, and their number was usually around eight and a half or nine and a half. I, right. I'm curious to see what they end up posting those at. At the moment, I do not see those available. But, but one of those guys, they're going to need to step up, have a big game, or maybe Shamit, like he's going to run. It's going to sure. be going to be Ball interesting. Gets
0: yeah, Chris gets a shots. How
1: does Chris Paul not go over 20 and a half? I know he's I, not the big scorer, but with Booker off, you would think he does.
0: Yes. You know his three point number is you it, the t- one and a half? Really? One and a half. It's, I mean it's too significantly. It's it's almost true. It's minus one eighty four and over. You might just want to nah, play yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, you might have played three two plus or three plus, however, you want to do it. All right, so we're on Phoenix today. Joe brings up the
1: Chris Paul points prop. Let's They're jump Dayton Sorry, I mean, they're They're they need to he can't do it by himself, so Aiden's gonna have to really step up, too. Sorry. Yeah, that feels
0: like a pick and roll, easy baskets at the basket for DeAndre Ayton with Chris Paul, especially if he's getting hot. I, I like that
1: one. Um, mm-hmm. all right, Bucks Bulls tonight. The number is what are we at, two and a half, two and a half. 24 hours ago, it was one and a half. So I don't know if the Middleton news had anything to do with it. That doesn't make any sense because nobody thought that Middleton was gonna play in this game, but um, yeah, it's uh, we're we're climbing a little bit, I'd be surprised if it continues to climb by the time we get to tip, but maybe it does. So if you're back in the bowls here on the money line, you're asking for the same thing. Can you take them out in back-to-back games, a team that they have been non-competitive against yeah. for most for of their most match-ups, of matchups over the last course. several years? And uh, you see this number of two and a half. Now, Milwaukee this year, when they have their big three, Giannis, Middleton, Holiday, They are 38 and 11. When they do not have their big three, they're 14 and 21. Something to keep in mind. 14 and 21, when they do not have the big three, we're not sure who's going to be starting. Are they going to go big with Portis or are you going to put in Connaughton? Not sure. Uh, Matthews was getting some run the other night. More Grayson Ellen. That'll excite everybody. Oh, yeah. It'll be fascinating to see how Milwaukee ends up playing this year without Middleton. We're talking about a top team, uh, the favorite at one point to come out of the East, seven and nine straight up without Middleton, seven and nine. He matters. He matters a bunch. Uh, I so with the Phoenix side, I was talking about the points being up for Chris Paul. So I'm wondering where they're going to be up for Milwaukee, March 22nd. These two teams played without Middleton. So 126-98, Milwaukee won. So that was a route that was up in Milwaukee. Holiday scored 27 points. Feels like they're going to need a lot more scoring from Mm -hmm. Holiday. So, So that one would not surprise me. On the Milwaukee side, something else to keep in mind. Brooke Lopez, 25 points and 18 points after missing most of the regular season. 25 and 18 so far in this series. So if you want to look at that prop, that makes sense. Uh like take a look at the holiday points. Let's see where we're at. I see 21 and a half. So it's certainly higher. And there's a couple other angles we can talk about Vooch. Vooch for threes, the volume has been there. He's attempted 18 threes so far in this series. Something now uh, we can get back to.
0: I also think the total's high tonight. Uh 222 tw- and a half. L- last game was 224 and Middleton played and started that game. This feels like a high total for these two teams. Joe O, Joe G, it is Beck you All Daily. More on the NBA tonight and this weekend next. So if we're about 20 minutes, from now Scott Smith's going to join us from the Action Network. And in 2018, he was the most accurate NFL mock drafter. Can't wait to get his perspective on this draft and where we can make some, uh, some good wagers before next Thursday in the first round. We'll get back to one more game for tonight and then look forward to mm-hmm. the weekend games coming up here in a second. The pro basketball playoffs are here and Prop Swap is where real sports bettors find the best odds and turn the hardwood into hard cash. PropSwap is the only app that allows you to pick your favorite teams now and then sell your bet whenever you want. And the best part, it's all from your phone. You never even need to touch the ticket. We all make sports bets to make money, and many prop swappers make thousands of dollars in just one month just for buying and selling bets. This allows you to win over and over without your team ever lifting the trophy. PropSwap is where America buys and sells Sports bets. All right. Anything else you had on Bulls-Bucks before we get to the uh, Atlanta game, Atlanta Miami?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple more props that I want to mention, but, uh, you know, side totals most people are taking a look at. So it closed 10, 10 and a half in games one and two in Milwaukee, and typically what we're going to see is a five- to six-point change when it adjusts uh, venues, right? Mm-hmm. And we saw that with Memphis. We've seen it with some other ones, somewhere in that range, but, you know, excluding situations with injuries. So yesterday we were talking about a situation where it closed double digits up in Milwaukee. Now we're without Middleton going to Chicago and it was one and a half. Now the market has bet it back up, but we're, we're getting much closer. But it just had me thinking, okay, what is the true value of Chris Middleton? What what are they saying here? If it's typically five, six points, you're going from 10, you would think in a normal situation with the same players, okay, maybe we're down to four, but we right. were down to one and a half. So. They were telling us that Middleton was worth a few points, but now that's kind of gone away. So now they're kind of telling us that Middleton is really only worth maybe maxing out a couple points. I don't, I can't. I have a tough time uh, buying into that when when I look at the replacements of maybe you go big with Portis, maybe it's more Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton. Uh, really worth maybe a couple points. He's their second best scorer,
0: right? It is, that is weird. You you would yeah. think it means more uh, yeah. in this particular matchup. I keep going back to the under in this game, Joe. It feels high. Without Middleton, what, where is the scoring coming from? And I feel like yeah. the Bulls, it's almost like there was the bad shooting in game, positive regression in game two. Do they continue that, or is it more kind of in the middle here? Worth, what, 222 and a half? feels a little high for this one.
1: Well, if it, if Middleton's a couple of points, I guess that makes sense because in the last game, The total was 225, and now it's 222 and a half. So it's gone down in every game. 230, flew under. Way under the total. 51 points under the total in game number one. Game two, that was a lucky under, I think. There were some missed free throws at the very end that could have put it over in the final seconds. You look at the number of bulls that shot over 50%. It looked like it was going to be an over game, and it just wasn't. Uh, So that went under by the hook. If you got it earlier, you ended up pushing it. So it only went down two twenty two and a half. So you would still go under? You think it should have gone down like five more the way this has played out? Now yeah, that well, just the way Middleton? the
0: series is playing out, right? Middleton yeah. and the series. So what what do we have? We had two twenty four was the final in game one. Game two. It probably should have been two twenty five, the missed free throw at the end, which was the, the better's uh, delight or or hater. Mm. Um and then game one was what
1: ninety three eighty six? 179 points.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're talking about what's the what's the middle ground there? Two hundred? Like this has been a yeah. low scoring series so far, and I I don't really see it the other way. Now, the one other part though is: does should we look, start looking at Giannis? I mean, you see the point total tonight? It's insane thirty four and a half.
1: Oh but my is, goodness!
0: Is he going to go off now without Middleton? Like, isn't he their best chance to to put the Bulls in a hole? Just keep feeding him over and over. I, I can don't know. See- what- Yeah, A big night. One of these nights. He's going to have a 40 in this series. I'd imagine before we're all said and
1: done. 100% he will. He's going to have to, you would think. Uh, The other day, I think he had 33. It was like a quiet 33, if that's possible. So he's going to have to be more explosive. We mentioned holidays, points total. Usage is very high. Uh, Scored 27 against the Bulls without Middleton last month. Something to consider would you play the side
0: two and a half right that's where we're at yeah
1: yeah either side
0: yeah i mean you mentioned like the, we like the total
1: it feels like we look like the total and props more
0: yeah i i do uh but you mentioned the first okay. segment the winners have been covering so it's not a big big number by the way you said quiet before we move on to saturday's games Giannis, Giannis. the first two games average 30 and 17 we don't even blink anymore this is just nope. who he is just yep. what he does Reminds yep. me of Shaq back in the day. And I mm-hmm. bit play different positions, and he's more of a power forward, but whatever. Like, this is what Shaq did, right? He would just dropped 30 and 17, and we didn't even blink. This is what he was, and and that's what Giannis has been. All right, let's look forward here, Joe, to Saturday's games on the card. So
1: do, do you mind looking... if I, I throw in a couple of Bulls props?
0: So, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. And we also have Heat Hawks yeah. first before we do yes. that. that.
1: Correct. So the volume has been there for Vooch. Two for ten in game one. People are hammering him because he missed eight of them. The volume was there. I was curious, what is he going to do in game number two? The volume was still there. This time he made his shots. He goes over the threes made prop. He was four for eight. So we're talking 18 attempts in two games. His rebounds, 17 and 13. Okay. So made threes for Vooch and rebounds are appealing. Two and a half made threes for Vooch. I'm seeing plus 150. I like that. Yeah. I think that's, that, that's a
0: really good number.
1: That's a good look. And rebounds, let's see. I mentioned the 17 and 13 in these two games. He's at 11 and a half. That's pretty high up there. It's at plus money. Maybe if you want to consider. Um, this thought went through my head. He's not Ben Simmons, but sometimes how hesitant he is to shoot threes. The thought of Ben Simmons goes through my head when I see DeRozan out there. He doesn't he, want to shoot him. He hates it. He does not want to shoot him. He's been 0 for 2 in both games in the series. 0 for 1 last regular season game. So he hasn't hit one. Under a half a 3 is plus money. Should we look at DeRozan yes. <laughs> under a half?
0: yes. The only way he loses if his foot is accidentally not on the line. He thinks it's right. a two, but he's right. behind it by accident. Um, that's a fun prop there. Plus money on the under half of three. All right, Miami Atlanta tonight. It is a one and a half point number right now for Miami. Atlanta is uh, down 02, 221 and a half on the total. I am not a fight? Sure. That That's, that's yeah. the question. I don't know either. And, and Trey Young is really the, the big question. We And we come to expect good, you know, good scoring and big nights at a trade in the playoffs, but the turnovers like Spolster and that defense, they're just they're frustrating him so much right now.
1: Of the three games tonight, this one confuses us confuses me more than any other one. Not quite sure what we do. So ad- we talk about adjustment, going from Miami to Atlanta. Game one close six and a half. Game two eight. Heat covering both. Now it's heat minus one and a half. Okay. Both games went under, just like Chicago-Milwaukee. Both went under. The difference here, though, is that we don't see a big adjustment on the total. That Bulls-Bucks number keeps going down, and this is about the same. 221.5, we closed two twenty and and 221.5. Now, game number two just barely went under, went under by a point and a half, 220 points scored in that one. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Coming off the 45 5 and 5 game, his point total prop is set at 24 and a half. Trying to figure out what to do with him. Uh, t- we've expected some positive regression from Trey Young, have not gotten it in game two. We, we saw from Bogdanovich. He goes 0 and 8, 0 for 8 right. in game one, and he pours in 29 in game two. But what about Trey? Uh, this series from the three 0 for 7, 2 for 10. I want to say that you should look at trade the volumes there. So these are eventually going to fall, but he goes through these, these spurts through the season late in the regular sure, season sure. against Charlotte. He also went one for seven. I mean, that's terrible. That's uh in, in a span of three games over a short period of time, he was three for 24. Like, should we be, should we be looking at made threes for Trey young? And it's, Heavily juiced at two and a half. I'm walking away from it, man. He's probably going to go over because he's going to take more. to take 10 more shots out there. But I'm just not interested.
0: Uh, I don't, and he's complaining about the physical play. Like, obviously, this is in his head a little bit, the way the Heat are playing him defensively. The one I'm looking at, Joe, I hit one of the props the other night we talked about, is the BAM under rebounds. They're using him away from the basket. He switches on everything. He's an athletic big that gets out in the perimeter. He only had four rebounds in game two. It was nine and a half or ten and a half his prop in mm-hmm. game two. I mean, th- that might be the easiest cover you're gonna get all playoffs. A rebounding prop that's at ten or whatever, you know, nine and a half, ten, and he only gets four. He had six in game one, four in game two. I haven't seen it posted yet. I'm imagining the books are gonna bring it down. Eight and a half, maybe nine and a half. It's not gonna be ten and a half. It's not gonna be anything close to that. But I'd even take it under the eight and a half. He just doesn't they're not using him that way in this series.
1: Joe, the books are at it again with this one. Got it. Team going home, down 0-2, desperate spot. The road team is favored. The home team is favored in the first half. First quarter and first half. Just like last night. Atlanta is favored. Right. Did not work last night. We talked about uh, liking Golden State as a short, short favorite on the road. Actually, no, Denver being favored and, and then you know, jumping on that Golden State side, uh, what do we think about tonight? It, is Atlanta going to be – you trust them to bounce back? I look at it as a very different situation. I know Miami's playing well, but they don't have the same firepower that the Warriors do.
0: Or, or the Sixers. They don't have the one player. Like Embiid won that game, right, in the mm-hmm. second half. Embiid won the game. Warriors star players won the game. Do the Heat have that? Jimmy's not going for 45 again. I mean, that was a one-off for the series.
1: You know who hasn't if done I, much? Hero hasn't done much in this series.
0: He hasn't. He hasn't. I would lean Hawks tonight if I had to make a pick on the game.
1: I would too. I would too. But I would I'm not. Bet, it,
0: I'm, I'm not taking this.
1: Would you bet him first half or no?
0: What's the number in the first half?
1: Minus one and a half Atlanta. Uh,
0: probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't like this series. I'm re- I'm ready for the this, to move on from this series.
1: I'm telling you, we came up with all sorts of angles on Bucks, Bulls, Suns, Pelicans, but Heat Hawks. I'm, you know, first game of the night, Friday, birthday oh, no. night. The family's going to want to go out to dinner. I just might take a pass on this game. Just you
0: know, you know what? Move off it. Don't don't worry about this one. All right, we have a few minutes left here, and then we're going to have our our guest on talking NFL draft of the Saturday games. Which one is the one? you're most interested in uh, either betting or talking through. I mean, for me, it's it's the Celtics and the Nets. That's the most interesting one after the 2-0 Boston goes up. We are in Brooklyn tomorrow night. Three and a half now the Nets are the favorite. Yesterday we mentioned the home team, Boston, favored the first two games, won the first two games. Now we go back to Brooklyn, three and a half. What do you think?
1: I'm, I'm most interested in a different game. But as far as the three and a half number, What's fascinating is KD. Which KD are we getting? Are we getting the one from this series? I would bet against that. So, I mean he he's been terrible with the turnovers too. Terrible. And I don't see any props posted for the Brooklyn Not yet. side. Yeah. So I'm looking for. Well, I see Kyrie, and that's the only one. It's just Kyrie.
0: So how low do the bo- the books have to lower his numbers, right? The, the Kevin Durant numbers based on how he's played. Because no one's going to okay. play the over. You think the public's going to play the overs right now with the way we're watching Boston's defense? Like, if his number is uh, normal, which is 30 and a half maybe, are you playing the over? Like, is the public jumping on his over? I feel like they have to lower it a little bit.
1: They don't have to because they well, they, they know it's typically – they're going to get more over action on the superstars. Right. But, but as much as
0: normal? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, if there's any sort of value, I'll jump on that. Well, let, let's look at the Kyrie numbers. Kyrie was bad last game. And his number is set at 27 and a half. They might be normal. And you're going to have KD higher than Kyrie, right? She ha- tw- maybe that's 29 and a half for KD
0: then, just a little bit less than what we've seen. Yeah. Yeah, that could yeah, be. That could be What's the it's game you wanted to hit 20. on here?
1: Oh, Dallas, Utah is interesting. I know Five a lot of minutes. people are not going to. First off, is Luca playing? They're posting the number without the Luca information. I would assume that Luca's not playing. So this closed, what, yesterday in Utah? They were favored by eight and a
0: half. Seven and a half when we were talking through it, yeah. Eight, around there. Eight
1: and a half it closed. It's four and a half. Same spot. Like, they're dead. Jazz are dead. That's Mm -hmm. what the books are telling us. Uh, That's not a Luka line, right? It's not a Luka line. That's just an adjustment on how terrible the Jazz have been over the last couple of games and, so do, and the, the hot shooting on the Mavs side. So,
0: all right, so then do we take the number with the Mavericks right now and then if Luca plays, we're getting four and a half because it will come down. Luca's uh, in. What
1: are we, it's, We're looking at two? Take the number. I mean, I would take the plus 160 if you're going to play Dallas, right?
0: Utah doesn't get back up. I could see Utah, Paul mentioned earlier, they could just fall apart here.
1: Should we look at what's Dallas 4-1? Can you see that?
0: Dallas four one. You ready? Yeah. Plus three thirty.
1: It's going to be tough because they have plus all three, this wiggle room. Yeah. Plus
0: three forty for uh for for six. It's not that much different. It's almost the same. Not interested in the Sixers game. No, I see. The, well, yeah, I, I am, but I'm not going to bet it. Scott Smith, the Action Network, he joins us next to talk the NFL draft.